This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello! I am Anderson Cowan, and I've got a movie to make, and this is Loaded for Bear. Let's make this movie week 18 of 36 weeks. Don't look for week 17 if uh, you're a completionist like I am, uh, and you've been listening along. Uh, I, I know some of you sent emails saying, hey, where's the show? You forgot to post it. I didn't forget to post it. I didn't do a show last week because... Things were in the works. Things were happening that Friday. I usually record these on Friday, then post them Friday uh, because I, you know, I want all of the information that I'm, I'm putting out there to be the most relevant and recent. Uh, we were really close to having a, a couple things happen. One thing did happen, and I was waiting for the other thing to happen. I wanted to do a big push. I wanted to do a big, okay, here's what we got. Here's where we're going as it pertains to the short film, which we are now looking to shoot the third week of October. We're not looking to shoot it the third week of October. We're going to shoot it most likely in October. Our target date is October, third week of October. I'm crewing up. I'm getting people to lock in. That's all happening as well as casting. And I foolishly had forgotten that we are not discussing any castings that we may have. We already have two people locked in. One of which is uh, somebody you probably know. Uh, the other one is probably somebody you know or somebody you know knows they're a smaller younger actor i should say smaller but you know they're they're on they're mainly known for one thing and if you have not watched that thing you wouldn't know them necessarily i can say that i didn't know this person until they were brought to my attention and i saw them and i watched their reel and i'm like oh my god that person's perfect for our project so we have that person locked in god i'm being cryptic we have another person who you at least know their catchphrase from <laughs> the uh the late 80s early 90s uh you might have even said the thing that this person is most famous for saying, I have worked with a, a, this person before many, many years ago, before I even got into radio, that's how long ago, and I love this person, God, I'm being cryptic, and they are locked in, and I am thrilled that that person is locked in. So we have, I'll tell you, we have our Dexter, uh, if you're familiar with the script and the project, uh, he is the young uh, film student who uh, the lead, Ben, uh, who's making the movie, uh, he needs a, a help. So he goes and he finds himself a, a film student at the local film school, at the local college. Uh, we have that character. Dexter is his name, locked in for the short. We have the despicable um, son of the main antagonist, the, the main boss, his son, his name is Steve. He is, uh, he's got the world handed to him due to nepotism and he's uh, a slouch and he wears ill-fitted suits and he's he thinks he's a ladies man but he's not he's actually borderline predator uh i love hating that character i loved writing that character we have that character locked in and that's we have that actor locked in and that's the guy i'm talking about that you probably know at least his catchphrase uh and i love that guy so 
exciting. Uh, the lead character, we still have lo- uh, a couple lines in the water. We have one actor who is huge. Everyone would know him. He loves the project. He's very old at this point now. And God, I can't, you know, I talk about these things on, on the weekly producers meetings and I feel free over there because I can say the names and stuff. It's, it's not good to say the names, even of the people that are locked in because of the nature of the strike going on and it's just the optics wouldn't look good, especially, you know, right now it's still early on in the, in the, uh, the process of the strike and a lot of people are misunderstanding and they'll think that they're scabs. So, but, uh, what we're finding is people are seeing the script, they're reading the script, uh, management agents, and then they're passing it on to their clients and the clients are reading the scripts from the comfort of their own home or at, at times it's when they're on vacation and they read the short script, it's eight pages. And more often than not, they're like, we love this. We would love to be a part of it, but you know, and then I like, can, we need more money or we need to be covered for travel. Some of these actors that we're going, that we have made offers to unfortunately live far, far away, namely New York. Uh, or, you know, we've only heard like one just flat out, like, yeah, this is not for me, but for the most part, uh, it's people are like their eight, their management is actually calling my producer, Robert and telling them how much they love it. And they'd love to be considered for the feature, which doesn't happen. It doesn't happen in this business. So we, we know we're on the right track. We know we're doing something. And it doesn't really surprise me that people are responding to this project uh, because it is so unique and it does serve a purpose. It's not just a story. It's a story to help. I, I think, um, the general public, much like the movie champions and, and others like it uh, to see what they're missing with this population. If, if you don't have any contact with this population and that isn't namely the, the IDD population. So things are all going well uh, in that front. What? Yeah. So the one actor who really wanted to be in it and you definitely know who this person is. Um, they, they are now seven years old and they live very far away just to get to the airport would have been, you know, uh, I don't want to say life-threatening, but, you know, when you get 70, you don't like to travel as much, especially, you know, for a one or possibly two-day shoot, which I think that the uh, short is going to be shot in one day. My producer, Robert, continues to tell me we need two days. I continue to tell him we need one day, which is kind of what normally happens between directors and producers uh, oftentimes. So here's where we're at uh, with the short. We have the money to pay the actors, which is substantial, and now we're going to be doing a pretty good push to get more money to come in through uh, the loaded for bear doc.com because this shooting of the short is going to be a large part of the documentary as well. It's all woven together and watching uh, the born act players, you know, be on camera and, you know, working with notable actors and, getting tips from notable actors and having lines. And I'm also going to employ, and I don't know how my crew's going to feel about this, but you know, I want to have some of my actors, you know, holding boom mics and, you know, helping with some of the lighting, just like what happens in the actual script for loaded for bear, the the feature length script. So this is all going to be documented in a a large part of the documentary, which is more than exciting. Uh, Speaking of the documentary, we have successfully uh, created our own Interatron, which is the effect of the interview the subject um, speaking directly into the camera and we uh, have a teleprompter set up so they're seeing my face we did this just last night we're interviewing a subject so they see my face on the screen which right directly behind that is the, the camera lens and then they're talking to me and they forget that they're talking to a camera and they tend to open up it's that system that was um originally invented by Errol Moore, the great Errol Morris, one of the greatest uh, documentarians that we've ever known. And uh, he came up with something called the Interatron, which was very, very expensive and hard to, uh, to come about back in the day. But now with uh, technology, you know, we were able to do it for pretty cheap, pretty cheap and got the same effect and it looks great. And uh, so we're very happy there. Uh, 
got uh, some very exciting interviews um, lined up, uh, one of which was hard to put together. Uh, it's shouldn't say hard because one of the moms was very, very helpful. She's actually hosting it in her backyard, but we're going to have five of the more outspoken uh, moms uh, get together and uh, you know, I'm going to give them a little bit of wine and they're not doing on-camera interviews. They're going to be talking amongst themselves about some of their challenges and some of the, their beliefs about you know, a test that can be done to see, you know, let you know early, uh, you know, first trimester, if you're, you're, you're carrying a, a fetus with down syndrome and the decision to abort, how that is very common and prevalent. And they have opinions about these things. They're going to be talking about uh, things that I think a lot of parents don't realize, um, you know, their, their daily struggles. And I've spent a lot of time with this population, either volunteering with them or working with them. And I understand those struggles to an extent. I go home when I'm done with my shift. Uh, when I'm done volunteering, I go home. It's almost like being like an uncle or a grandparent. You know, you get to tap out if, you know, you've, you, you've reached your limit with, uh, you know, moments of frustration and whatnot. That's not to say I don't love this population. Of course I do, but I don't understand and I never will understand what it's like to be a parent and be in it, you know, all day, 24, seven, seven days a week, 365. I have never experienced that. These parents have, and these moms have in particular, and we're, you know, we're going to see, hear their stories firsthand. So I think that's going to be uh, a great one. Mike and I got to see that a little bit when we went down to Temecula and they just started kind of in, in spontaneously sort of talking about it. But we had another meeting we had to get to. So Mike and I had to pack up our gear and leave halfway through that. And I said, let's do this again. Uh, so we got pretty much all the same moms uh, put together. So that's uh, what's happening. Um, I've been bad at thanking everyone. I would like to thank uh, Kay, first and foremost. Kay gave a very sizable amount long ago uh, to this project. But there was a holdup because she actually... Uh, I think so far to date, she's the only one that had the uh, physical check, and there was a uh, it was an issue not from Kay, but there was an issue with the uh, physical check, and uh, it didn't actually get processed. And I guess it's still not official, official, but I know it's official. So thank you very much, Kay. Some uh, other new people that have come, Andrew Martin, and come comes in again uh, with a hundred dollar donation. Thank you very much, Michael Power. Same, uh, you're you're new. Thank you, Michael Power. Uh, Math Matthew Rixner's back in. Uh, Tyler Brewer's back in. Some of you guys have monthlies, which is hugely helpful. Uh, Alex Blank Blankenship's in. Thank you very much. Every amount counts. Alec Rhodes is also uh, the newest one just two hours ago. So Alec Rhodes, thank you very much. And every little bit counts. Uh, it's a 501c3 and it's for a great cause. I know there's a lot of great causes out there right now, but we're going to do a real hard push. I'm actually even going to bug the people that gave on groupers. Some of you might be listening and I'm going to send out an email with uh, a video attached to kind of show you guys behind the scenes of what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, you know, I, I learned, I, I don't, it doesn't feel right. I don't love the idea of it, but I've learned that if someone gives in the first place for one time, they're more likely to give second time. And it has been a number of years. And, you know, if you can't give or you don't want to give, I totally get that. I hate asking for things, but ultimately this, this project doesn't get made without you guys at this point. Now, that's not to say that down the road, I can't get, uh, you know, some traditional money in here to, to boost it up, especially when we're talking about getting the feature going, that's, that's going to be the road. But right now it's all thanks and credits and you guys being involved uh, early from the early stages. So, and it's, it's going to be something I like to think it's going to be something you can be proud of. And anyone who's listening to this, who knows, knows Mike Carano, the way that he operates and how he's not proud of anything that he's associated with or does artistically, even though he's fantastic, but he, that's, that's, that's his method. Like he hates everything he does. He only sees the flaws so far in the three months that we've been shooting this, he is exceptionally proud about it. He's actually bringing people, friends of his in 
to you know watch class or be a part of class. Like he is so proud to be a part of this project. It's 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 touching. It's very very touching, and uh, I would love to you guys to also be a part of it, even if from afar you can follow along and uh, you know feel like uh, I, like you had something to do uh, with the making of it, which you absolutely do. Because like I said, w- without uh, funding this thing, we Mike. I've said this before. I uh, Mike says that he's going to continue to shoot. Obviously, I'm going to continue to. God, I'm a bad sales pitch guy when it comes to. I'm going to continue to assist and volunteer at this with this group, and Mike says that he's going to continue to shoot. Uh, so that will happen, but we we won't be able to make the short. We won't be able to hire an, a proper editor, sound mixer, all that stuff to make it an actual legitimate movie and give it a chance. We're not going to be able to do any of that without financing. So thank you very much for anyone who comes in. $100 donation gets you a virtual screening of the film with a Q&A. $300 donation uh, contribution gets you a thanks in the credits and a private screening with the Q&A. A $500 donation gets you special thanks and credits, private screening with Q&A, access to uh, the weekly producers meeting, which I've already talked about. $1,000 donation. Now we're getting really up there, doubling that $500, and you get the associate producer credit um, and a limited edition Blu-ray groupers uh, DVD. I think I only have like eight of those left now. And then uh, when we go to 5,000, it's an executive producer. That's the Florence level. Executive producer and a credit beginning and end credits. And then the $10,000 uh, donation level, which we ap- we actually have now because Chris Moran, he got his his corporate gig, uh, his his job, his corporation that he works for, they actually doubled his initial um, contribution. And then he found another place where they give an additional amount for um, something that this project also is. So he brought in uh, a $10,000 amount in his name and he is an actual producer. And of course these credits roll over into the shorts now, uh, the short film as well now. So you'll, you'll have credits on IMDb and within the film um, for both the feature length documentary as well as the short film. So that's, where we are at. Shoot me emails with any questions. I did mention it's a 501c3, right? So it should be a tax write-off for you on your taxes next year. Wow, that was a, that was a boring pitch about uh, monies, but it doesn't happen uh, without without the money. Um, anything else? Anything else? Sorry, I missed last week. I will make this a complete 36 episode feed though. So what I have now is a mulligan. And if uh, we get any news that is exciting, or like, let's say I get the go ahead to actually tell you my cast, our cast for the short, I will do that whatever day that comes in. Like one of the very first things that I will do, I might tell my wife first, but she doesn't even know. Actually, you guys know more than my wife does right now because I don't really talk to her about this stuff. Um, I will, I will, as soon as I find out, I will let my producers know and I will let you guys know via this feed. So thank you very much for following along. Share the link, Loaded for Bear Doc, with friends who might be interested, uh, especially once we get the new video up there. I'll do another plug for that. Uh, share it with anyone, anyone you think might care about this and be interested and want to be involved. Uh, every little bit helps. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great weekend, guys. Bye. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. 
What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers! Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia-style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast.